Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Welcome to today's episode of Musings with Jesus. My name is Shola. I'm your host. Thank you for joining me. Um, today is the 4th of January and um, yeah, I think I can still say Happy New Year um, if this is your first time of tuning in this year. So Happy New Year. I hope you had a good year, a good start to the year and I hope you had a good holiday as well. Maybe you're still on holiday but whatever. I hope it's all working out really well for you. And um, if, yeah, I don't know, the, it's been a bittersweet moment i think for a lot of people there are people who are as we speak still mourning you know lost loved ones some people christmas day some people christmas eve some people new year's eve you know so uh, yeah it's just really tough because while trying to be happy about the new year and about the season and start to a year there are people who are really wondering about fresh beginnings and you know things having to change for them and what that means and um, my prayer for every heart that is grieving that is at a loss for what to do is that may the Lord heal may he comfort may he strengthen I pray that the Lord will be near and give a reason so yeah and um, I think people are really just grieving and I think just us all being empathic I, I, I don't know I, I pray that the, the grace of God will really be strong upon everybody and meets us all at the point of our needs for those who need a word in season who need a shoulder to cry on who need a heart to lean on who need presence may God just supply you know may help be available to everyone and I pray for anyone too that knows of people who are in this situation just reach out whether it's a scripture a day in fact this is a note to me as well because i think i have some people that i just need to reach out to every now and then and say love you blessings for a new day hope you're doing well you know just encourage them with something let them know that there are people who are you know who are there with them who are who who are you know who, who are caring and who are praying and supportive in some shape or form and if you are close enough to visit and things like that please do as well all protocols covid you know um permitting you know again that's the tragedy of this period that the visits the things that one would normally do one can't do them but i think even if we can't be physically present let's be virtually present you know there's no excuse for not being present you know you can always call you can text you can share inspirational messages and all that and you can sometimes just say i love you you know how are you doing hello how are you doing god bless you you know god be with you may the lord strengthen you know just one-liners are fine you know sometimes sometimes even not even saying anything just an emoji a heart emoji i think is even sufficient depending because sometimes i think sometimes we, all, we also try to over speak when really you don't have the words rather than accepting that you don't have the words you now try to say something that you know sometimes it's not helpful but i think just being aware and being sensitive of people who need comfort at this time because there are a lot of people a lot of people a lot a lot a lot of people let's please be in that space as well you know so we thank god for that and um, so today very short musing um, as i have been saying and um, i think it will be that way for a lot of time particularly in january today we're going to be musing on something i've called give the devil no place and this is you know every day god builds on the realizations and the reflections that i have and so every day i muse on what is top of the mind for me but it's actually never fresh it's never really new it's just building on the learnings of what i've had before it's almost like 
a medical doctor going to medical school you know even when you specialize and you move into maybe gynecology or pediatric you know or, or being a pediatrician or pediatric you're not it's not you're just building on the knowledge that you already have you know you're not you don't forget everything that you learned in medical school just because you're now a gynecologist you continue to build on all of that you know in fact everything you've learned physics chemistry biology all of your learning you consolidate and you add to it and you know you you, you, you continue to be a specialist in that area and you grow you know so that's exactly how it is um there's nothing that i muse on that is a fresh revelation it's just adding you know i mean as you know i mean it's way out it's you know it's connected to the body of learning and the body of insights that god has already built and has already laid in me it's adding to it it's strength it's adding to it it's strengthening it's consolidating it's deepening in some cases but it's always an it's always based on what is already known you know what i'm saying so everything it just comes to reinforce to shed more light so there's never anything that is you know like i'm saying new or there's one new gospel no of course there's never a new gospel it's the same gospel but what i mean is it's fresh because it's it's if it's a fresh it's a fresh release of the word for me in that day but it's also familiar because it's it refers to concepts and precepts that we have always been musing on but then it sheds more light it makes it more relevant it references it you know and it just builds it up in a way that is more if relevant to you know whatever it is i'm going through at that time so that's just really how these musings go so today is about giving the devil no place and there's actually a scripture that talks about it i'm only going to read that one scripture and um, in my last few reasons, I've talked about the fact that I realized that I need to play a role, a more forceful role in terms of the three things that I should keep top of the mind, which is that I should guard my heart with all diligence. I should ensure that I should realize that the joy of the Lord is my strength. So I should not allow the devil to ever steal my joy. And I should also allow the spirit of the Lord to take hold in my life so that the liberty that he brings can be manifest. So those are the three things, the three learnings that I'm carrying on into 2021. And I will continue to repeat it like a broken record in every musing, if possible, just so that I keep myself on track. Why? Because in 2020, I did not guard my heart. Therefore, I suffered a lot of yo-yo emotional experiences, which I shouldn't have. I sank to very low depths emotionally. I would rise and fall again, rise and fall again. I don't want to do that in 2021. And I realized that the ball is in my courts now. I realized that it's not so much about is God answering my prayers. It's about how am I creating an environment that allows the power of God to reign supreme in my life? How am I protecting my heart and not making it a haven for all sorts of evil and negative thoughts? How am I, where am I allowing my mind to to dwell on? Am am I dwelling on things that are not productive or things that are evil? Or am I dwelling upon what God says about me? Who is my gaze fixed upon? Is it fixed upon the devil? Or is it fixed upon situations, negative things? Is it fixed upon Jesus? Or is it fixed upon the word of God or the spirit of God or the power of God? Is it fixed upon Jesus or is it fixed upon other things happening around me? And I think... In other musings this week, I will talk specifically on, I think I may do a segment specifically on the cares of this life, another one on deceitfulness of riches, another one on the lust of other things entering in. Because I think and I believe that just like the parable of the sower says, those are the three things that are holding many Christians today. It is either if it is not the deceitfulness of riches, it is the cares of this life. If it is not the cares of this life, then it is the lust of other things entering in and in some cases some people it is all three 
and I think the reason why God writes all these things in the scriptures is for us to do a self-assessment. In fact, the beginning of the year, the whole New Year resolution process is really about doing a self-assessment because there's no point resolving to do something or, you know, when you haven't done a self-assessment of, you know, where your strengths are, what your challenges are, what you would like to change. And it needs to be an honest self-assessment. I have assessed myself and I've seen that in 2020, my problem was really around the cares of this life. In fact, it was from the beginning of this, you know, household me challenge family this and that that was what was in my head throughout 2020 from beginning to end i was obsessed with it unhealthily obsessed with it and with a lot of things that were not going in the way that i wanted them to be and it was distracting me it was it stole it stole my joy in 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 many ways i mean the conditions were quite challenging so there were there was good reason in the natural to do so but spiritually it, it weakened me and i didn't realize the effect that it had and the devil capitalized on that a lot. For some other people, it may be lost of other things entering in. For many, it is the deceitfulness of riches. In fact, I think for majority of the body of Christ, I think that is what is swaying a lot of people now. They have been blinded by the gold. I mean, like, really? <laughs> oh, my goodness. Just mention money. As in the dollar signs, you can actually see it in people's eyes. They are star-glazed by wealth. And, you know, that one is really a, 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 a journey to the, to the pits of hell. There's just no way about that. But so, I trust God to lead me to doing a segment and an inter- interrogation of that. Also because I think that the Bible says, let him that standeth take heed lest he fall. So that even me that I may say or I may believe that the deceitfulness of which is not a problem for me, let me also be warned so that I, I, I do not replace one, one, um, um, vice for another and okay show up myself concerning the cares of this life and then be taken over by the deceitfulness of riches or perchance even by the loss of other things entering in the bible says that these three these three things choke the word as in and it makes it unfruitful you know what it means to be able to choke the word of god you can imagine so you know and it was jesus that gave this parable if there's any other person we may say okay you know but jesus was the one that gave this parable so he's saying that the word of God that comes from God, that is strong, that is alive and powerful, if you sow it in a heart that has thorns in it, that word will not be able to grow, regardless of how much power is in that word. The thorns will choke the growth of that word. It will choke it. It will not be able to grow. Maybe it will just be a sapling. By the time it's trying to become a stem and develop roots and all that, the thorns will choke the word. And the word will not be able to prof- to um, um, to pro- um, produce in my heart and in my life. So what that means is that the word of God cannot coexist with the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, pride of life in my heart. It cannot coexist with the cares of this life. It cannot also coexist with the deceitfulness of riches. Which then brings me to what the title of today's place is. That means that you and I cannot afford to give the devil any place. And honestly, I saw this in 2020 because I gave him so much opportunity. He took it. He took it and took me to places that I have not been in my life. Emotional depth that I have never sunk to. He took me there. And this was starting from 2019 to 2020. I didn't realize what was going on. I thought that it was because of the situation that was going on. So I was explaining it to me because I felt it was due to the situation. But it wasn't due to the situation. It was due to the thoughts I was dwelling on that was opening the door to the devil. So let's read Ephesians um, 4 verse 20. Starting from verse 
26. Let me start from verse 23. It says, And be renewed in the spirit of your mind. This is Paul speaking. And that you put on the new man, which after God is created in righteousness and true holiness. Wherefore, putting away lying, speak every man truth with his neighbor, for we are members one of another. If you are angry, do not sin. Let not the sun go down on your wrath. Neither give place to the devil. One liner. Let him that stole steal no more, but rather let him labor, working with his hands the thing that is good, that he may have to give to him that needs good. So God is actually telling us that we should have so that we can give to other people that need, not that want to, but that need. Verse 29. Let no corrupt communication proceed out of your mouth, but that which is good to the use of edifying, that it may minister grace unto the hearers. And grieve not the Holy Spirit of God, whereby you are sealed unto the day of redemption. Let all bitterness and wrath and anger and clamor and evil speaking be put away from you with all malice and he goes on to give a lot of advice but all of the advice centers in on what is written in um, verse verse um, in verse 27 where it says neither give place to the devil do not give him any place So Ephesians 4:27 says, "Do not give, neither give place to the devil." Different translations. Some say, um, "Neither give place to the devil." Amplified says, "And do not give the devil an opportunity to lead you into sin by holding a grudge, or nurturing anger, or harboring resentment, or cultivating bitterness." Another one says, "Leave no such room or foothold for the devil. Give no opportunity to him." Um, version says, "Don't bri- don't provide an opportunity for the devil." Another one says, don't give the devil a chance. Hmm, there's some interesting translations here. One says, okay, um, Darby says, neither give room for the devil. Um, one says, don't give the devil a way to defeat you. Hey, I, I wish I had read this. So don't give the devil a way to defeat you. Yeah, yes, I, I really, I, I made that mistake from 2019 to 2020. He says, do not give the devil an opportunity. ESV says, give no opportunity to the devil. There's a, one says here, one translation says here, EXB, I don't know what that stands for. It says, do not give the devil a way to defeat you. Do not give him a foothold or an opportunity. Foothold. You know when you are doing wrestling with an opponent? Well, if the um, opponent, you're able to get, your opponent is able to get your leg, your foot. It's a foothold. What will he do? He will use, grab that foot and pull you to the ground. That's why when you see in wrestling, um, um, bare hand wrestling, you see them, they're always, when the person, you know, they're always trying to make sure they don't grab a foothold. So that's what that's, that scripture is saying. Say, don't allow the devil to, ah, me, I gave him foothold, even arm hold, leg hold, etc. It was just God that, that delivered me. And I, I, that opened, I opened it by giving rein to negative thoughts, thoughts around, you know, disappointment, desperation, fear, anxiety, all those sort of things. Yeah, so I think that's most of it. Most of, there are quite a lot of transitions, but many of them are either neither give place to the devil, don't give the devil any opportunity. The one that I like the best is don't give the devil a way to defeat you. Honestly, that is what I have seen. I have seen that most, for those of us who are believers, I mean, for people who are not unbelievers, you don't really have much authority over the devil. So really, he can do whatever he likes, except God has mercy upon that person. But for people who are Christians, who have given their lives to Christ, they are born again, they've asked God to 
Christ to come into their lives. They are saved. They have also received the power of the Holy Spirit. You know, you've read, read the word of God. You understand, you know, the doctrines of Christ and you are living accordingly. For those of us in that category, most of the time, the devil cannot attack you and I, except we give him a foothold, except we unknowingly open the door, except we unknowingly give him a place. It's like when you are sitting on a, on a chair or a, on a bench, you know, and somebody wants to come and sit with you on that bench. It is a narrow bench. It is only for one person. You will have to shift for that person to come and sit with you. Either sit by your side or for you to, for the person to sit on your lap. You will have to adjust. So this is what this scripture is saying. It's saying don't shift. Don't allow the devil to come and lap, to sit on your lap. Don't give him the space to lean on your shoulder, to sit on the armrest of your chair. And what, the only way you can do that is to keep your fences very high. To make sure that any thoughts that comes from him. Because I'm really, and you know, that there's a translation here. There's a translation here that talks about that. That's amplified. It says, do not give the devil an opportunity to lead you into sin. For me, it wasn't even leading me into sin. It was leading me to destruction. To self-sabotage myself by holding a grudge or nurturing anger or harboring resentment or cultivating bitterness for me it was about even it was other things it was around disappointment it was around uh, you know fear anxieties you know and all of that but it is the same principle because the devil will use any of these negative things so my honest counsel and advice to myself in 2020 21 is to give the devil no place give him no place if he's looking for somewhere to sit down he won't find it in my life he won't find it in my heart his thoughts no matter how he tries it if it means cutting off relationships mental thoughts i will not watch films anything that is going to contaminate my mental emotional state i will keep it far from me and i mean even human beings as well but sometimes even the thoughts in our quiet moments when nobody's there they are the most dangerous that's what i found so whatever i need to do to saturate my thoughts even in those quiet moments when nobody is there with the word of god and with the power and the light of god it's not i don't care what anybody will do to me what life will bring i will choose to meditate upon the word of god because i have seen that it is that word that will deliver me from that situation it is not thinking on the problem. It's not dwelling on why did this thing happen? Why is it like this? What am I going to do? It, that one will not change anything. Or getting my emotions wrapped up in the negativity of the enemy. That means I am cooking soup for the enemy to come and serve me. So give no place to the devil. Give no place. None. None. No matter how he's groaning. And he knows how to create drama. That's the thing about him. He will create that drama, eh? Hey, you know, you know when um, somebody wants to beat a drum for you, you know, uh, you know, so that you can dance. The devil knows how to do it. He will beat the drum of negativity, waiting for you to dance. Don't dance to that drum beat. No matter how enticing it sounds, no matter how much it sounds scary, as if it is coming for your life, do not dance to it. Hold your ground. We are not moved by what we see. We are not moved by what we hear. We are not moved by what we feel. We are only moved by the word of God. I am speaking to myself and to my soul and to my spirit. Hear me well. This year, 2021, you will not dance to the drumbeats of the enemy. You will give him no place, Shola. You will give him no place. 
no place in your spirit, no place in your soul, no place in your body, no place in your imaginations, in your thoughts, in your feelings, in your actions, no place. May the Lord help us all. In Jesus' name. If you are listening to this broadcast and you have not given your life to Christ, I am just encouraging you right now to please say a prayer, short prayer with me and ask the Lord Jesus Christ to come into your life. Ask him to save you. Ask him to heal you. Ask him to show himself strong in your life. So I pray, just pray this prayer with me. Lord Jesus, thank you for sending your son for coming to my life to save me. Save me from sin. Save me from hell. Save me from death. Let me know you. Come into my heart. Save me afresh. Let me know you. Let me serve you. And help me to love you. Thank you for saving me. Help. Thank you for making me a new creature. Help me to know you and to serve you better. And help me to make a new beginning in my life in you. And help me to forsake all the works of darkness. Thank you for saving me. Thank you for healing me. Thank you for making me a child of God. From today on, I will love. I will continue to love you, and I will serve you in Jesus' name. Amen. If you have prayed this prayer, I, I I just pray that the Lord Himself will honor your thoughts and your prayer by His Word. I know that the Lord Jesus Christ has heard because He says that as many as call upon Him, He will in no wise cast out. As you have called upon Him with all sincerity, the Lord Himself will come into your life and in your heart and create a new testimony for you. And I pray that you continue to seek Him also. Get a Bible and begin to read it. Let God reveal himself to you. The word of God is alive and it's powerful. And all you need to do at any point in time to understand God more is to read his word. So please start reading from the uh, from the book of Matthew. You can read a chapter a day and focus on the words that Jesus shared through the Gospels. Um, and I believe that they will bless you. I, I, I pray for everyone listening, those both those that are saved and those that are not saved. And I say share the love of Jesus with someone today. A lot of people are hurting. All you may need to do is just to share a verse of scripture to anyone that you know that will need it. A lot of people need comfort and consolation now because a lot of people are grieving. Let's share the light of Jesus and let us see what God will do in the hearts and lives of others. May God help us all in Jesus' name. God bless you all. Have a wonderful day, wonderful week ahead. Stay blessed and stay lifted in Jesus' name. Amen.